Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. I don't even know why I did that. <laughs> Ian, Ian. <laughs> what is hey, up, my dude? You need to say my name one more time. Ian. There we go. It's like Beetlejuice. Oh, my God. Or was that like late 80s, maybe? Yeah, I was about to say, they're getting a little corny here, man. What's going on? No, man, I am extremely punch drunk right now because I literally just finished a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, and this week is jam-packed full of even more conversations I'm going to be having, so everyone's going to be extremely happy. You're basically going to be like, Ian, stop it. This is too good. I can't take any more of these great conversations. That sounds too good to be true. Just It's just too good, Ian. Stop it, please. Too, yeah. I wouldn't you just love to hear that? People are just going to stop talking because they've heard <laughs> so many. They're like, my conversation today with coworkers or family or relationship partners, whatever it happens to be, they're going to be like, oh, I can't even. You're not Ian. I can't have a good conversation <laughs> with you. <laughs> Everybody's life is about to get put on hold because they have to catch up with all this shit you're about to put out. It is honestly very true. So those should be rolling out probably starting early next week or so just because there is no time to edit and add in the intros and outros when I'm doing other conversations at the same time. Very nice. But I think we should focus on this show, Ian Hates Music Weekly Edition. That's a good idea. So would you stop talking about it, Jackson? Yes, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. I just can't shut my mouth sometimes. You know what? I have always thought that was your problem. Yep, I agree. <laughs> All right, man. On that note, let's start the show. Let's do it. Also, I should mention, it's the new thing for the conversations as well, but I have a brand new amazing mixer that I have been testing out. So just in case if there are any little issues or anything that we don't know about, like maybe that motorcycle going on in the background right now, if there's anything like that that comes out <laughs> on this episode, you know, cut us a little bit of slack. Brand new mixer, brand new everything going on. So it's kind of how it goes. Gotcha. And by the way, every time you say there's a motorcycle passing by, I never hear it. Look, I am very glad, but I have a feeling for some reason that the audience can. Gotcha. But that is good that you can't hear it. Oh, I just wanted to make sure you're not going crazy or something. Maybe oh, no, no. Like a... No, Jackson, I'm going crazy. That's <laughs> Did you have like a motorcycle accident in the past and now it's like PTSD. Yes. You get like flashbacks <laughs> during I, the show. I'm actually not even having conversations with anyone. I'm just now making them up in my head. <laughs> Some Stephen King shit. I love it. I, I actually... I can't believe you actually brought that up because I wasn't going to talk about it on the show, but I actually bought tickets to see Stephen King live in person again. I'm just hoping to be able to ask him the question I want to ask him. Now, what question is that? I got It know. wouldn't make any sense to you if I, if I said it. It wouldn't okay. make any sense to like anyone out there right now who hasn't read all of the Dark Tower books and other books of his. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it definitely would have made sense to me then. But you should get on that, though. Oh, I will. I, I really want to. Yeah, especially, I mean, with the movie coming out, too. 
Exactly. Yeah, because I see the movie and it looks good to me, and then I hear like you talking about how the movie is like worrisome, but yes. then like to me it's good. So I can only imagine how good like the books are. Oh yeah. If that's worrisome. No, very true. Look at this, Jackson. We're going on tangents already. <laughs> What's going on here? What is going on here? See, I told you, punch drunk. Yeah, it's you, your fault. You do a two-hour conversation with someone, and then you do a show like this. It's kind of tough to keep everything together. What's going, on? dude? As a host, you need to you need to get this back on track. Can we just can we go now? Are we good? All right, we're good. Here we go. Hey, Jackson. Guess what? It's news time. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm not gonna replay the thing. <laughs> I felt like you were. I was like, wait, what? No. For the audience out there, now let's just start with the news stuff. It's kind of weird to joke around and then to talk about this story, though, but this is kind of how it goes. Yeah. So the first story here is Austin Carlisle put out an update on his medical condition, at least his recent medical condition that he's dealing with. And he underwent surgery, I guess, for some lumps on his spine. Yep. It's crazy, man. I, I wish that guy would get better. He has to deal with so much. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, just putting music to the side, it just sucks to see someone having to go through a constant, constant pain and, you know, just something that it just doesn't seem like it's going to go away. This is just the way his life is going to be. And it sucks to just constantly, you know, have to deal with that. So I, I feel bad for him, man. It sucks. And this was really the unfortunate part of what we had talked about, what, months ago, where he was saying, oh, don't worry, I'm not in Of Mice and Men anymore, but I'm working on new music and you're going to have something this summer. I said it then, I'll say it now, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, you know, whenever you want to put out, you know, music for somebody, that's something that you have to put a lot of time and effort into, especially if you really, really care about it. And I can only imagine, you know, things like this with all these surgeries and all this pain that he's going through just over and over. Like it must really put, you know, a hold on what he actually wants to do. And that sucks. You know, it's like something holding him back from wanting to give us music or any sort of entertainment. I totally agree. So obviously here at Ian Hates Music, Jackson and I both wish him the best no matter what. Yep. So next up, we have a couple of tours we're going to talk about together, even though they're not touring together. That would be a very weird tour, actually. Yeah. Four Year Strong is doing their second bit of the Rise or Die Trying tour. So if you didn't get a chance to see them the first time around, maybe they're coming at you the second time around. Man, they are really milking that album. Yeah, they really are. They're just pushing it to the limit. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great album. First of all, the first part was a really long tour. The second part yeah. is also a really long tour. Yeah, they're hitting everybody. They really are. Are they they're passing out the everyone. album to everyone too? Like, please take this. <laughs> just burn CDs and they're just passing them out. Like right. between every song, they just throw out like a bucket of CDs. That would hurt. <laughs> but um, And then also, wait, is this even a tour? I don't think it is. No, I misspoke before. The number 12 looks like you isn't going on tour. I think that was a past story that we talked mm. about that they were doing a little bit of touring. Now they're actually going into the studio to track some new music. And this is, I believe, the first time since around 2006-ish. Sweet. Pretty cool. Yeah. Look, we just saw what happened with 18 Visions of how good that right. album came out to be. Who knows what this one's going to be like? Yeah, that's a comeback right there. So, or well, hopefully we can get something as good as that from the number 12 looks like you. Well, look, we'll expect it. And then they'll either really let us down or it'll be awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I guess you're right. Thank you. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so cocky. Damn straight. It's Ian hates music, baby. 
baby. I, I was about to say, are you going to say it one more time? <laughs> or is this like a busyness symptom? Whenever you're busy, you just say baby to everything? Pretty much, baby. <laughs> baby. Oh, shit. And next up, we got Jason Hook from Five Finger Death Punch just shitting on Ivan Moody for quitting the band again. And, I mean, well-deserved, man. I mean, it's it's really stupid, and it's getting ridiculous. So, yeah, I guess Jason put out on his official whatever feed, he said something like, Feeling liberated after a long, cancerous, painful, toxic, useless anchor has been cut from my legs. Hashtag thrilled. Hashtag moving on. Hashtag go fuck yourself. <laughs> that sounds like something you would write, especially that last part, go fuck yourself. I really do like that, actually. I'm going to start using that more. It, it just sounds like you. Well, look, Five Finger Death Punch did steal a lot from me. Oh, yeah, and you just love them so much. Didn't it hurt to just have all that taken from you? It's also cold, man. Because I'll let you know ahead of time, this is my last show. So cold. That is not how the song goes. I know, <laughs> But I loved your impression, though. It was great. Thank you. It was my own take. I, look, I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently there are websites that actually follow what Five Finger Death Punch does. Like, they have a daily news feed or something. Oh, gosh. And on that, they were talking about, like, giving support to Ivan Moody. And I guess the actual real Jason Hook wrote on <laughs> their page, piece of shit. <laughs> which i completely respect him for and now i actually like the guy so that's the only thing you like about them now yeah that guy's pretty cool Jason Hook. i like his hair <laughs> and his really weird goatee thingy gotcha. you can have a beer with him and, and enjoy it yeah man we just talk about how much ivan moody blows there you go but yeah man i mean who gives a shit if it's true that he battles alcoholism or whatever like if that's true then that really does suck we can wish him the best for having to deal with something like that but you never really know with him because he's done shit like this all the time so why would you ever believe what he says and especially if the people around him the people that i'm assuming would consider him family stuff like that like the guitarist who's toured with him for years and made music with years if he's had enough of it then maybe it's not alcoholism maybe it's not falling off the wagon whatever maybe it's just that that guy can't handle being in the spotlight and that's honestly what i think and i hate to just like automatically jump to a conclusion on something but i mean you just look at the signs and it's way pointing more towards that you know just him just not being able to handle himself or anything it's just he just seems like a really shitty guy and yeah. you know hopefully if, if it is alcoholism i really do hope it gets better but it just doesn't seem like that's the thing it seems like something he's just blaming it on remember what was it months and months ago when we talked about the vocalist for outlining color mm-hmm Remember that ridiculously long Facebook message where the people in the band were just talking about all the terrible shit he's done, but at the yeah. end they're like, oh, we're glad he's getting help. Like, he has to get help. They didn't call him a piece of shit. You know, they didn't right. say, hashtag go fuck yourself to that guy. Other <laughs> bands who actually like the people they're working with and who actually have real problems, they don't say things like that. This is a completely different thing. Right. In my like, opinion. Like, they have no sympathy for him. Allegedly. Right. 
And you would think they would if it was something more internal instead of just like him just being an ass. Because really, it doesn't seem like they're losing money. I mean, they still haven't reimbursed people for the Massachusetts Worcester show where he yeah, just walked true. off that initial time. Like, And that wasn't even the first time he's quit the band. But that was actually <laughs> during the fucking show. Yeah, like you on last episode. Because I'll let you know ahead of time. This is my last show. Don't bring that up, man. <laughs> I don't want you to do it again. You're right. I'm sorry. If I bring it up, you might do it again. Don't make me play more Five Finger Death Punch clips. No, that's okay. I I'm so sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> so yeah, look, hopefully we don't have to talk about this anymore, but at least we can get some fun out of it. Yeah, true. Speaking of pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great intro. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to talk about what every metal and, you know, alternative rock station and news outlet has talked about. The story is Gene Simmons, you know, formerly of Kiss or still in Kiss. I don't even give a fucking shit. <laughs> He's trying to trademark the devil horn symbol that we use all the time. <laughs> I, I just... I don't know, man. I mean, how many times can you talk about how much Gene Simmons sucks? Infinite. You have to be a certain kind of stupid to really like think the way Gene Simmons does about anything, really. Well, it's partially evil. Like Gene Simmons. <laughs> look, you can like some Kiss songs, maybe, right? They're catchy, right? Of you course. know, you can you can be like, oh, party all night long, whatever the fuck. Literally, the only thing I remember the most about Kiss is the movie Role Models. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, when Paul Rudd and Stifler are going down the road, and I forget what his name is in that movie, but it's pretty much Stifler. Hey, don't get me wrong, all right? I like to rock and roll all night. Part of every day. Party every day. Rock and roll all night and party every day. I like to rock and roll part of every day. Party every day. I usually party. have errands. I can, I can rock and roll from like party. one to three. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember of Kiss. And then the other thing I remember is everything negative. One of the first bands to truly sell out and make mm -hmm. sell out something that people might want to do, which is one of the worst things that could have happened to metal and rock music. Right. They're one of the first bands to taint metal. And that's just, I mean, that just goes to show what they're about, you know? I would love for Gene Simmons to take the devil horns and shove it up his taint. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mic drop. That was nice. He's an idiot, man. I, it's so stupid. And, and it's funny because for him to actually think that he invented the fucking devil horns, and then like on top of that, he's even like explaining how you properly do the devil horns right. or whatever the fuck. He, he's just, I mean, like I said, you have to be a certain kind of stupid because those kind of people, like they really... Like, I don't think that he truly, like, that he's doing this as a scheme or anything, like, that he thinks he can get away with. No, no, no. He really thinks that he can do this and that he thinks that he came up with it. Like, he's that kind of idiot, you know? Well, he hasn't been relevant for fucking years, maybe a decade. Yeah. Like, the last thing that I remember Gene Simmons technically being in the spotlight for is that he used to be completely against marriage, no matter what. He used to go oh, on yeah. interviews. Remember that he used to talk about it all the time, talk about in the music on stage, how stupid people are for getting married. And then he got fucking married and he got <laughs> a reality show. I was you know, about to say, and he got a show of yeah, it. <laughs> quote unquote reality. You know, it's that assisted reality bullshit. But yeah, yeah, a reality show showing what a fucking pussy he is. 
Yeah. So fuck him, man. Yeah. And to to try and steal that from Dio, and it's not even saying that Dio was necessarily the absolute first person to use in that context, but he was definitely way before Gene Simmons was. Oh, for sure. It's it's stupid. I like I, it's just idiotic for him to even try and do this. Like I want him to keep on going for it too, just so that he can continue to get shit for it. That would be good as long as people aren't going by like as long as this is that kind of publicity that doesn't help in any way. Oh, I doubt it does. I would be happy if they did that kind of like cliche bullshit radio thing where the radio stations were like, we boycott playing any Kiss music. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. (laughs) That would be good. So fuck Gene Simmons. Fuck Gene Simmons. Bam. Devil horns, baby. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Hashtag. Next thing you know, he's going to try and patent the shocker. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And next up we got officially spotify has had 140 million monthly listeners and that is a huge number and i would congratulate them but (laughs) i'll leave that up to ian because apple music is clearly better oh come on what do you have to say about apple music being better than spotify even after their their little uh mark that they just got what you said makes no sense because spotify is the best (laughs) i used to be like you what you said is gibberish I used to think like that, man. When I had Spotify, I thought this anybody else who doesn't have Spotify is an idiot. And then I saw the light. And you got and brainwashed for you to see the light. You got brainwashed by some like white headphones. You're like, ooh, pretty. Look at the colors. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and this was while I had an iPhone, by the way. So you can't ooh. blame it on that. Oh, so you had your little kids' phone? You're like, oh look, no, I can play off. with the big boys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do the show if we didn't use Spotify. There's just oh, no way. Yes, we'd have to cut out the album review section. What? How would we be able to afford all the albums that we listen to? With Apple Music. Apple <laughs> Music is 10 a month, just like Spotify. I'll tell you this. This will be the compromise. When Apple Music reaches 2,000 monthly listeners, we can talk about it. All right? 2,000? What? <laughs> <laughs> they probably hit that like first day. Come on now. We all know Tidal is doing better than Apple Music. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Everybody cowers at title. Spotify rules. We'll see. No, we've seen. No, we'll see when they shut down of bankrupt. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, I no, I'm just kidding. That was just so you know better. Jackson is in favor of monopolies. Like he wants there to be no competition and everything to be Apple. <laughs> exactly. Everything just Apple, everything. That is that is the way to be. Oh, Jackson, I feel like I've taught you nothing. <sighs> You've given up on me already? Oh, yeah. Long time ago. Damn. It was sometime around like... That kind of hurts. Yeah, it was around Warp Tour of last year. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> to the real fans, they know that that was the fucking beginning. That was. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of that plugging sites that we pay for. It doesn't make any sense. They're not sponsoring us. Well, next up, let's shill this as well. The film American Satan. It is starring Andy Black and Ben Bruce. And a bunch of other people that you would recognize as like B-list actors and everything. The movie now has a release date. It's coming out October 13th. Ooh. Ooh, fancy. I was going to say spooky, not fancy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> spooky. Friday. That's Friday the 13th, right? Definitely spooky. <laughs> Ooh, 
American Satan, Friday the 13th. So edgy. Extremely edgy. I know. I mean, come on. Drake Bell's in it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> but who knows? Look, I think this would be a perfect movie for Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies to join as one. Oh, that'd be cool. It's not like that I really, really, really want to see it, but I don't mind seeing it just to talk about it. I don't know. I think it's cool to see, like, you know, musicians that we like in a movie. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Especially Ben Bruce, you know. Why not? It doesn't mean that it's going to be bad or anything. Right. So, yeah. American Satan, October 13th, Friday the 13th. There you go. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, a little bit of sad news maybe for people. The band for All I Am looks to be done. It looks like everyone quit the band except for the vocalist, Aria, as well as the drummer. But even then, it kind of seems like it's just Aria. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, Jackson, have you ever listened to their music? Man, I'd have to look them up again just to see if like it's 100% sure because they sound so familiar. Yeah. But I can't think of like anything by them at the top of my head. They have two full-length albums right now. They're on the metalcore side. I mean, it's almost straight metalcore with a little bit of electronic core in it, probably. Just a smidge <laughs> or whatever. But I liked what they were doing. And it is a shame because it probably would be around this time or maybe like even a year or two ago that they would have a new album coming out. But now in this post, you know, Facebook post, that's where everyone breaks up now. Arya's talking about how he basically doesn't want to be done with the band, but he's going to have to start completely over. So the question is, do you rebrand? You know, you got to get new marketing. You got to get new management. You have to start with all new members of the band. So do you start completely over or do you carry on? So we'll see where it comes to. But I don't know. We might be doing them on breakdown from the past soon enough. So I got dibs. No. I'm the one who likes this band. You don't get to have tips. By the way, I looked them up while you were talking, and I do remember them now. Good. And I did it with them. I mean, I wasn't like a huge fan of them, but I remember listening to them. And I like that he wants to continue on. It's just a shame sometimes that can't happen, you know? Yeah, true. It sucks. And lastly in news, I got all excited originally because the announcement came on the In Fear and Faith Facebook page. They made an announcement. I was like, oh, fuck, new music. Unfortunately, it's not them. It's a supergroup with members of In Fear and Faith, Confide, and Attack Attack, plus maybe some others as well. And their name is going to be Dead Set, no spaces in between, because there is a Dead Set with a space in between. And they're totally cool with it. Apparently, everyone jumped on them. We're like, there's already a band with the name Dead Set. What are you doing? And they were like, we talked to them. This is with no space, and they're completely fine with it. I still think they shouldn't have went with that name if there was another band called Dead Set. Whether Dude, there are plenty of bands with like a full name and then a space in between. But I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's a reason why they chose that name and actually yeah. reached out to another band and said, hey, we need to be this too. Yeah, they must have really, really, really been sold on that name and there has to be something behind it because, right. I don't know, I just feel like that's a little weird that you know there's another band called that and then you just stick with it anyways. But hey, I mean, there could be a very good reason behind the madness, so we'll see. You're right, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little teaser, and it does say hashtag like Deadset2017. So hopefully there will be new music this year sometime. Very nice. So there we go, Jackson. That is the end of news in the scene. So how about we go on to new songs? Please.
All right, man. It is new song time. This is exciting because I think we love a lot of these tracks. So let's mm-hmm. start out with Counterpart's new track, Bouquet. The new album, You're Not You Anymore, comes out September 22nd on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Jackson. See, you know how you always give me shit for like not liking hardcore bands or whatever? <laughs> because it's true. Right. This I is this is the hardcore that I look for and that I love. Like it's it's counterparts gets it to me. And this fucking song is incredible. I mean, I fell in love with it. Very nice. I also like it. It's hard hitting counterparts, and that's why I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and because I, you know, the, like their last album, I, I can't for, remember what it's called. It was like Tragedy Finds Us All or something like that. You know, they took like a softer turn from their previous stuff. Um, and, you know, it was a shame. It was still good, but, you know, I just miss what Counterparts was the best at. And that is really good lyrics and really, really hard hitting, you know, riffs at the same time. And I feel like this album is just going to be awesome and just like that. Hmm. That's interesting, hmm. Jackson. A hard-hitting hardcore band that went (laughs) softer you didn't like that but then now you like that they're back to their hardcore ways because counterparts gets it in my opinion i feel like they know how to do it hmm okay maybe i'm just foreshadowing here a little bit maybe this will come up again later Hmm. we'll see we'll see we shall see hmm Next up, we got Hands Like Houses releasing their new song, Drift. And they also announced that they're going to be signing with Hopeless Records. Ian, would you please play Drift for the fancy people who are listening? For the fancy people who are listening? <laughs> Did I say who listening? Yes, but it worked out because you also said fancy people. So it's okay. like a double negative. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Drift. Look, I like it, man. I mean, it's on the same lines of dissonance, maybe mm-hmm. a bit darker, and maybe a small extra amount of uncleans in it. I just, I like it. It's hands like houses. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 just hands like houses doing their thing, and you know, it's it's not a huge change. Not a change but, at all. You know, really. <laughs> it's slightly different, but I mean, it's good. I mean, what what do you say about that? Exactly, it's good. Yeah. So obviously, people know 
friend of the show, Lakeshore. They have released a brand new track called Future. This is coming up on the EP 41 that is out August 4th on Outer Loop Records. Let's take a listen. Look, I don't know how many times I have to say how good this EP is. So, Jackson, maybe you take this. Uh, well, I really like the song. It's really, really catchy, and it really shows that this EP is going to have a lot of a lot of changes, but in a not in a bad way or anything. Like you know, they stay the course, but it shows that Lakeshore can hit multiple levels of you know like our scene. And you know, in this song, Future, I really, really enjoy the way he uses his clean vocals, and you know, the way the chorus is just super catchy. Yeah, this is definitely the softer and slower song on the EP. They still haven't Mm -hmm. released the track that I love the most yet. So I am looking forward to people getting a chance to hear that. So don't forget, they are also on Warp Tour for select dates. I'm happy because they're on my date. So yeah, I'm very excited to be able to see them live. So remember, August EP comes out. You can go pre-order it now. It's definitely worth it. And yeah, I really like that track too. When is your Warped Tour date, by the way? I want to say like July 9th or 8th. It's like a fucking Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yours is earlier than mine. I think mine is 29th or 28th, something like that. July. Okay. Yeah, it should be a good time. I mean, obviously, we'll have our Warped Tour preview, and then we'll also (laughs) have our reactions from Warped Tour. Yep. It's going to be fun. It better be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, now we got Sworn In releasing a new song dread all and again this is going to be on their new album all smiles which is coming out june 30th on fearless records ian play that I think they're trying some new stuff here, but it's still, this track especially, sounds a lot more like original Sworn In. Yeah, I agree. And I really, really like the way the album is going so far too. Because mm-hmm. like with Sworn In, it, I've always been like on and off with them. Like I've always liked a couple singles by them, but I could never really fully get into them, especially like a whole album. I, I don't know. I just couldn't enjoy it except for like one or two songs off of each album. But so far, I've liked every single off this new album, All Smiles. Right. So I'm like actually really excited for it, which I've never been for Sworn In. So, you know, I I hope it really goes along the same tracks that, you know, they're going on so far because it seems good. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to this album as well. 
Next up, a pretty big surprise, I would say. I was not <laughs> expecting this. The Plot and You not only signed with Fearless Records, but they also released a brand new track called Feel Nothing. So let's take a listen. All right, Jackson, two jokes for you. You ready? Oh, gosh. They better be good. Hey, Jackson, it's almost like the plot in you took my journal entries about you and made a song about it. Uh, that's that's not a joke. That's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a joke because it is so mean. You get it? Okay. All right. Number two. I hope two. it's also a lie. Uh, I mean, you know how jokes are often steeped in a little bit of truth? Oh man, <laughs> it's not a journal it's just what i tell you regularly this, this is getting dark man i don't know <laughs> i'm not excited for the second joke now. all right no no i think you'll like it all right second joke you ready hey jackson the plot changes huh huh <laughs> nudge nudge wink wink got it you get it you're such a cheese ball dude. thanks man <laughs> i was working on my acting <laughs> no i like it that's good Thanks, man. See, I told you the second one would be a little uplifting. Yeah, that was lighter. I like yeah. that one. No, but seriously, they did change. Like, this is yeah. not what that last album was like. I mean, I don't like saying that anything with electronics sounds like Bring Me the Horizon, but you can't deny that that sounds a little bit like Bring Me the Horizon. It definitely goes down the Bring Me the Horizon path, but fuck, I just love Landon Tour's voice. Oh, yes. Like, holy shit, man. And I'm not even saying anything bad about that. I'm just right. noting that whenever you hear something like that, you're like, oh, bring me the horizon. But this song is great. It seems like they've moved away from that almost like new metal hybrid into <laughs> a hardcore metalcore vibe again. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, it's kind of like I remember when they released that last album, Venus mm -hmm. and Self-Destruction. You know, I really liked the whole album. Right. But my favorite parts of it were the softer songs like this and that's usually not the case for me but it's just whenever it comes to the plot and you i feel like that's where they excel and this is another example of that and if you've seen the music video it's also really really cool you can tell a lot of production went into it right. it was very like well choreographed like it's a really really cool music video that you can tell they put a lot of time and money into true no, with the backing of Fearless, I think they're going to do even better. It's just interesting to see what changes they're going to make along the way. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, they could either... And who knows, man? They might even fucking change again. Their next single might be like a fucking in-your-face, like old-school plotting you, like Cheyenne Weeps type shit. Who knows? It's very true. Well, we'll see. And next we got Dance Gavin Dance, which is a shocker because I wouldn't expect them to have released anything new. You know, since Mothership just came out in October, but they released a new song called Summertime Gladness. Ian, please play this. Fed me skittles on a burial ground. Gave me babies in the back of my car. Shove that tiger through the back of my heart. 
What a bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah, that's Dance Kevin Dance for you, man. It's so true, but I love it. Yeah, same here. It's it's a really good song. And, you know, again, like, I'm really shocked that they even released a new song. But then again, it's really cool. You know, it's called Summertime Gladness, they're on Warp Tour. Yeah. You know, like, it all makes sense. And it's cool. Yeah, it's just a nice one-off. They even made the statement. It's just a one-off track we wanted to put out. It's summertime. You know, here you go. Yeah, you could tell this was really fun for them. And that's good when you get to see a band, you know, just releasing music without any intentions of, you know, anything else. Just here's a song for you guys. And we had a lot of fun making it. So, bam. Yeah, I also got to do my favorite thing whenever a new Dance Gavin dance track comes out. And that's read the lyrics. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did you get a chance to do that? I did not. My favorite line in it is fed me Skittles on a burial ground. And it goes Imagine if like Charlatan and Dance Gavin Dance wrote a song together. Oh, it'd be so awesome. <laughs> we need to get that happening. That would be like your dream song right there. I'm sure you would just be fucking be jonesing to read that. I love it because you know for a fact that if anyone just sat down, like any regular person, was like, oh, Dance Gavin Dance just throws shit into a song and they make a song. Like, I can do that. You know they can't. Because there is something to the lyrics. They're not just throwing shit down. There's a rhythm and a flow to what they're doing. It comes from, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. It's like something you can't really explain. But at the same time, like you see all this weird shit to the normal person. But at the same time, like you kind of get it. And it's weird. And it's like a this thing you just can't explain. I don't know. It's kind of like when you're trying to explain to, so, to somebody how good a band is. And they just don't see it. But it's like, no, but don't you see this or whatever? And it's like, you can't really explain it, but it's just it's just them. It's very true, man. It's a good track. I like it. Yeah, me too. Next up, we've got Pivris. What's Pivris. Wrong? The new album, <laughs> All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell, comes out August 4th on Rise Records. And yes, it's not a new thing. I was the first person to say it. It is definitely a ripoff of Bring Me the Horizon. Just let them have it. Well, how about this? How about we let them have a listen to this track? Stop. Pass me the E, baby. (laughs) I like it, man. I really do. This is the kind of pop that I could listen to because I know that she's a talented vocalist and I can hear some instruments in it. It's just Mm -hmm. not something that I go out of my way for. I got you. You know, I I actually really enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to because I don't know what it is with Pifferous, as you say. It's just like sometimes I can dig it, sometimes I can't. But like with these last two singles... Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the cheesy jokes continue with Ian. Yep. But, uh, references. 
<laughs> but other than that, no, I, I'm really looking forward to this album. I, I can't wait to talk about it on the show. I think we're both going to be in for a surprise. No, I don't think so. I think you're really going to like it. And I'm going to go, oh, oh they're gosh. talented, but I would never listen to this. Hey, you never know, man. You might end up liking it a lot. That is true. You do never know, and that's why we listen to so many albums for the show. It's just, uh, I don't know. Don't be a negative Nancy. Don't be a shut the fuck up. Damn. <laughs> all right, damn, all right. Just, hey, sorry. you use a pea shooter, I use a fucking cannon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, we got In This Moment releasing a new song called Roots, and this is going to be on their new, newly announced album, Ritual, which comes out July 21st on Roadrunner slash Atlantic Records, Ian, play this, please. You know, man, I really like that track. I thought it was okay. I'm not going to join with you on that one. <laughs> it, it was okay. It's all right. Look, you can be on Ty's side as much as you want. Ty had to make a special note about this track that he hasn't been a fan of the music since Beautiful Tragedy, which is a great album. I'm not going to take that away from him. I tended to go farther into their discography because I went to a Starcross Wasteland because I think that track, The Gun Show, is fucking hilarious. But I like that track, so I am definitely going to listen to the new album. Well, you do that. Thanks, man. <laughs> Next up, we've got Shattered Sun with the track Burn It Down. Their new album, The Evolution of Anger, comes out July 21st on Victory Records. Let's take a listen. Fun song, man. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. A really, really fun, good song. I mean, pretty good band. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they have coming out. Yeah, same here. It's, like I said, it's just really fun. And hopefully the album is also going to be like that. You know, just really fun and, you know, just a really good thing to jam out to this summer. Yeah, man. I was banging my head. 
course you were. Next up, we got Silverstein releasing a brand new song called Lost Positives. And again, this is going to be on their new album, Dead Reflection, coming out July 14th on Rise Records. Ian, play it. Yeah, man, I don't like it. Oh, fuck off. You lying. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not heroin, so. Oh, don't be like that, Silverstein fan. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm making fun of all the shitheads online. Yeah, internet nerds. But, uh, <laughs> nerds. Ian, come on, man. <laughs> let let, let nah, us know what you really think. I love this track. Yeah, me too. I, this is, this is going to be a really good album. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, it shows the diversity that Silverstein can do where they can be heartfelt and then have the heaviness, but they don't always need to do it. Plus, I mean, Shane's voice is always on point. There's never anything mm-hmm. that they do that's wrong. It's just crazy to think, like, I remember people making fun of Silverstein back in the day. And then now to see that they're still going strong, that they're like the veterans of the scene. Yeah. And still putting out amazing album after amazing album. This is just going to be great. Yeah, I agree. They're like... To me, one of like the bands that like everyone in the scene just respects, whether I mean they're your favorite band or not, I feel like every band looks up to them in a way like, you know, they respect them and what they're doing. And I think they deserve that. I agree. Next up, we've got Thy Art is Murder, Slaves Beyond Death. Their new album, Dear Desolation, comes out August 18th on Nuclear Blast Entertainment. What the what? Yeah, that's weird. I didn't thought it was records originally. I didn't notice, so you just said it. Who knows? Maybe we have it wrong. I don't care. People are going to find the album anyways. Yeah. So here it is, Slaves Beyond Death. I have one thing to say, Jackson. Hit me. Thyard is murder one, suicide silence, negative nine. <laughs> what did you think of the song? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh-oh. Was, That's Jackson's I, I don't like it. 
it's i mean it's just i don't know it, it's all right I, i've <laughs> never really been a huge fan of the artist murder I, I really just like one song by them and that's their biggest one so i mean other than that it's just like oh yeah that's there, there they are <laughs> <laughs> i'm just being honest man i don't know well, you should be honest fan of them. that's okay man heaviness that's doesn't okay. run in your veins it's fine oh fuck off that's not <laughs> what it is like like i said i like one of their songs and it's and it's heavier than all of them, honestly. It's the it's the Reign of Darkness one. I fucking love that song. But that was like the only song that would actually make me, you know, get into them. I got you. Thank you. Next up, we got Dayseeker releasing a new song called Abandon. And this is going to be on their new album, Dreaming is Sinking, Waking is Rising. And that's coming out July 14th on Spine Farm Records. Ian, play that, please. I am very excited for this album. Yeah, same here. This is really fucking good. And for them to release two really, really good songs, you know, already, I mean, holy shit, you can tell this is going to be a good album. I totally agree, man. They just got it down pat. Like, I can't say anything bad about it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Next up, we got Integrity releasing a brand new song called Hymn for the Children of the Black Flame. And this is going to be on their new album, Howling, The Nightmare Shall Consume. I feel like a storyteller just reading all this Exactly. <laughs> and this comes out July 14th on Relapse Records. Ian, would you so kindly? This should come out on Friday the 13th. gonna haunt your dreams jackson oh spooky dark and great guitar work it's meh oh your dreams are gonna be haunted no no i'm next <laughs> yeah see but no i agree with you it's been yeah it's dark and it's got really good guitar work but other than that i mean between the vocals and just anything else i just didn't really care for it too much to each their own to each their own all right man 
I hate playing favorites, but I kind of have to. <laughs> because the last track that we're talking about today, I fucking love. And I played it pretty much nonstop besides the music of the people that I'm talking to for the conversation editions. But this is Misfortune with The Bottom. And they don't have any announcement on a new album or anything yet. But if this track is any indication, I'm going to be extremely excited for it. So let's take a listen. I didn't want to stop playing it. I got you, man. That is a fucking badass song. Yeah, man. Look, there are just certain bands that I always love, and this happens to be one of them. So to get new tracks just makes me extremely excited for when there's going to be a new album out. But yeah, I couldn't stop listening to that track. Well, I'm really, really glad you had a lot of fun with it. (laughs) (laughs) So nice. I care about you, man. Aw. Look at that. (laughs) All right, everyone. That does it for new songs. So now it's time for some concert reviews. Let's do it. Oh shit, son. You know what that means. Time to talk about some concerts. Oh yeah, can't wait to see what you got. Well, I did a back-to-back Thursday and Friday night. So on Thursday night last week, I got to see Ghost Key, Sirens and Sailors, and Vanna. Very nice. This was the Vanna farewell show for Boston. There is a rumor that they might, at the end of this long tour that they're doing, the farewell with different legs and different opening bands, that they might come back to Boston and do something else. But it really seemed like that was it. Damn, dude. I I still can't believe that it really is done. It is very strange. It felt weird. That's for sure. Yeah, I bet. Because, you know, Vanna has had ups and downs throughout their careers. I remember seeing them when no one was watching them, when people would leave. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen them at their best and at their worst. And this mm-hmm. was definitely their best. Yeah, I actually thought that they were on a, like an uphill, you know, kind of situation right now with the band, like with their new album. And I thought they were like doing really good. It, was, it really was a shock. Well, sometimes... I guess, and they didn't really go into on stage 
why they were calling it quits, but sometimes it's not about the money. You know, it's completely possible they didn't make enough money on that album to live and, you know, they're balancing different jobs, whatever it happens to be. That is a possibility, but they never went into it. Gotcha. But let's start with friend of the show, Ghost Key. This was my first time seeing Ghost Key live. There was a reason for that. It's because Ghost Key has never played Boston before. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that was their absolute first time. So it was very cool to see Ghost Key get up there and do their thing because they really did a great job. You and I both love that new album, If I Don't Make It. So it was just really cool to see it live for the first time. Right. If anyone has not heard that album, you definitely have to go out and hear it. Plus, if you have a chance to see them live, now I believe they are the only band that is the opener for Vanna the entire tour. So they're the only support, I believe, for the entire tour. I didn't even notice that. I think so anyways. Now, are they coming down to Dallas area? Actually, they are. Yep. Them and Backwards. Backwards is doing one of the legs of the tour, but they are not on this leg. Gotcha. So are you going? Oh, yeah, for sure. I have to. I, I'm so in love with Van and the fact that I get to see them on their way out. You know, it sucks, but at the same time, it's it's going to be something to remember. Very nice. So after Ghost Key, then Sirens and Sailors came on. And man, they're just such a fucking fun band to watch live <laughs> they really are like kyle as a front man just commands the entire thing he does that whole thing where he'll stand there and do that crazy scream and just put out his arms like he just owns the place mm -hmm. if you're ever missing breakdowns in your life if you're ever missing blast beats if you're ever missing any of that stuff you have to see sirens and sailors live i really need to see them live man i haven't seen them yet and i've always heard like badass things about how good they are live especially now from you so much fucking fun i know i've talked about it on the show a bunch of other times because i've seen them so many times every mm -hmm. single time it's just so fucking fun nice then vanna came on and they played for around an hour nice the crowd was completely into it everyone knew the words you know, there was a lot of passion going on. Like, you could tell Davey really wanted to knock it out of the park, you know, for this last run. So it was really very cool to hear everything he was talking about. He even mentioned, and I brought this up, I talked to Austin after the show, obviously. He came on and did Ian Hayes Music Conversation Edition. He gave me a hug. We talked about, you know, the show and everything that was going on, the tour. And I let him know because he was in the back watching. Vanna had said something really cool, I thought. When Davey was talking about the bands, he feels like they're kind of passing the torch to Ghost Key. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And I know Austin might not take compliments the best all the time. But <laughs> it was something that I think was worth hearing for sure right yeah i completely agree like they all both have like that really energetic energy and just like that bad assness like whenever you just see them live right like you know they're similar in a way and uh, you know it really is not that much of a shocker that vanna would say that about ghost key and then it also kind of proves why they're the only band that is sticking with them throughout the whole tour yeah i really do think so so I will completely recommend this tour to anyone who has a chance to see them. I know they are switching up the lineup a little bit, but hey, as Jackson and I have talked about too, we both like backwards. So I'm very <laughs> jealous that you get to see them probably in a smaller venue as well. Yep, I sure do. It was pretty bittersweet to see Vanna on this last show, but it's also something I get to say I did. And I'm very, very happy to have been there for that time because I think it is one of those kind of special music moments kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah, this will be the third time I see Van and when they come to Dallas now. And it's like, 
it's like you said, it's just going to be bittersweet, man. Like, it's cool that I get to experience, you know, their last show and everything. But like, fuck, it just feels like so early and I don't want it to happen at the same time. But at least you're in for a great show. Yep. So then on Friday, this was actually a weirder tour, but it was Assuming We Survive and Icon for Hire. Now, I've seen Assuming We Survive many, many times. And they're one of those <laughs> easy core bands that is just so much fun to see. Right. And especially when you're in a smaller venue, when that bass hits, it just works so perfectly for what they're doing. So I very much enjoyed seeing them for anyone. Now, Jackson, we saw them at So What, right? Yep. Weren't they really good even in an outdoor arena that was, you know, midday? Yeah, they're really fucking fun. And, you know, especially just the vocalist. I forgot his name. I'm sure you know it. Adrian? Yeah, he's he's just awesome, and just the energy that they bring whenever they're performing live. And that was actually the first time I've seen them live, so that was really fun. You know, this is a weird tour to go see them on, but if you get the chance, you should definitely go see them because they are one of those easy core bands that is just so much fun to see. They really make a connection. They're really good with their fans, and they try for crowd participation. It's just a really fun show. So that's the reason why I went to the show, and then I was like, hey, I'll stick around because I used to like Icon for Hire, you know, we talked about their most recent album, You Can't Kill Us, <laughs> and we weren't a fan, right? Of course. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it is interesting to see them play live because it's just the two of them with a drummer. And I don't even know if the drummer's really part of the band. I think he's just touring. So it's her on vocals, and it's the guy on guitar. And they do a very good job for what they're doing. Right. But once they played the track that I really like, I was kind of done with it. Damn. Kind of zoned out. Yeah, I didn't expect anything more or less, though. Like, they did a good job. I'll never take that away from them. Like, they're going out there and putting themselves out there, which is great. It's just, it's not my music anymore. They've moved more into that pop kind of thing, and it's way too much. It's EDM pop with only a little bit of guitars, and that's just not enough for me. Right, and that's understandable. I mean, they just lost your interest. Oh, well. But at least you get to see that one song you really like, though. Actually, a couple from earlier albums that I was like, yeah, that was great to be able to hear it live and you know see what she's doing. I mean, look, the style of music is not enough to keep my attention. Gotcha. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone does like that style of music, you're going to really enjoy the live show because they put a lot into it. You can tell they're putting everything they have into that and they're really, they're not, you know, oftentimes pop stars and stuff will kind of sit back and they'll rest on being popular. And you can tell they're using a backing track, you know, all that kind of stuff. They're putting themselves out there. They're really trying to be a do-it-yourself band, which is cool. That's why I'm giving them the respect that they deserve. It's just it's not my style anymore. Gotcha. So, yeah, I would actually recommend you go see both of those tours if you like that style of music. But definitely make sure you see Vanna if you're able to see one of those legs of the tour because I think you're going to regret it if you don't. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone really needs to see this. And if I, for whatever reason, have to miss this, I will be really fucking upset. Do you already have your ticket? I don't. I'm getting them this Friday. That's what I planned on doing. All right. You need to get it because they sold out really quick. Oh, shit. Yeah, because mine is in August, I believe. August 19th. All right. You've got a little bit of time, but I wouldn't take it for granted. I I do need to get on that. All right. I think that does it for concert reviews for now. So let's move on to our favorite part of the show.
Let's get to reviews. Hey. Hey. Jackson, it is album review time. Now, unfortunately, we listen to a shit ton of albums, but we yep. have narrowed it down to four because <laughs> we didn't have the greatest things to say about the other ones. It's that kind of week, man. Oh, well. It really is, but I think we have some gems here. So why don't we get started? Yep, let's do it. First up, album reviews, man. We got 100th releasing their newest album, Rare, and this is off Hopeless Records. And I'm going to start off by saying that I really, really enjoyed this album just as much as I thought I was going to. So you were waiting for a while for this. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's kind of weird because at the same time, even though I had good expectations for it, I still expected a little bit more as in like, I felt like they would have more harder songs than they did just like to throw off the scent a little bit. I don't know why you thought that. (laughs) Well, I don't know why I thought that, to be honest with you. It was kind of just like that, like silver invisible line i had in my head that it's just like maybe there is that slight chance that they're gonna do that but no that's not the case no and i'm totally cool with it i thought the album was fine i don't think it blended together at least for me it didn't i have a feeling you think otherwise (laughs) but other than that i thought it was a really good album it's a fresh take i thought hundreds did a really good job with this i really like chadwick's vocals what i'm really excited to see is how this goes on warp tour especially being like on the you know, like the more metalcore stage because right. they're like with the, you know, heavier bands. And then you have like, you know, them come up. It's going to be different. I'm excited to see it because I like the album. But at the same time, I'm a little worried about how I'm going to be watching the show. Right. But other than that, album wise, I, I did enjoy it a lot. So for anyone that doesn't know, this is 100th's fourth album. And, you know, the backstory, I think everyone knows that. So we're not going to go into crazy detail on it. But, you know, they were tired of doing the melodic hardcore thing. And they're now what I would call shoegazy. However you say that. Yeah. Uh, indie rock shoegazy. Is that how you actually pronounce that word? I always said shoegaze, but I know what word you're talking about. Is it just shoegaze? It might be. <laughs> I've never actually heard it said. It's just whenever I read it, I, I always read it in my head as shoegaze. I hope the haters out there let us know because I don't want to look it up right now. So I'm not going to pause <laughs> the show to look it up. But is it if it's shoe gaze, is it because if you go see them live, you just gaze down at your shoes? Oh, gosh. I know I'm a comedian, but I did make that up on the spot. So I, I, I noticed. There's no way you, could, you wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no breakdowns. There are no unclean vocals. The album follows suit exactly with the tracks that were released already. All those singles, it's the same thing throughout the album. It's hard for me to decide on how to feel about this album because I like it, but I don't know, man. I don't think I would ever listen to this album again. Right. Like, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Like, you know, it's good and everything, but when are you going to want the feeling to hear that again? And I guess the debate you can get into is, so they didn't want to sound the same all the time by doing melodic hardcore. And sure, a lot of times, metalcore, all the genres get lumped in together sometimes where you're like, ah, everyone sounds the same. Well, in indie rock and shoegaze or shoegazy, however you want to say it, everyone sounds the same. So you know what I mean? For me, since I like metalcore and i like melodic hardcore and i like that harder edge to my music i'm fine with some stuff sounding the same if i like it with this this is a little bit more outside of my comfort zone if someone was listening to this i wouldn't be like hey turn the channel but do i want to go back to this i don't i don't see enough in it 
to do that. I mean, it is a good album. There's nothing really bad you can speak about it from an album perspective. But from personal taste and preference, being on Ian Hates Music and talking about heavier music, that's where I would rather be. Yeah, and I can definitely see where you're coming from. I think with me, it's like I've listened to it quite a lot, but I can tell that I've already been starting to like die down on listening to it. And I've noticed me giving more attention to the other albums. Mm -hmm. And like at the same time, I didn't really want that to happen because I was really, really, really excited for this album. But I think that's kind of the way it is with this kind of music. You know, you have to be in a certain mood or there has to be a certain vibe that you're feeling where you actually want to hear this. Like this isn't something you just listen to any time of the day. At least for me, it isn't. And I think that goes for a lot of other people too. I guess that people could probably say the same thing for the heavier music that we normally talk about too, though. That's true. Yep. Where I'm like, I'll listen to that in the morning. I'll listen to that, you know, (laughs) when I'm happy. I'll listen to that during sex. I don't care. Hey, 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 a little behind the scenes there. Way, way behind the scenes. (laughs) But yeah, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. This isn't a bad album by any means, but I think now this comes to personal preference over anything else. So sure, I don't want them to continue on the path they were going and be unhappy. So if this makes them happy, that's fucking great. Like I think we've said that a million times. So it's not like we're getting on them for being different or anything like that. It's a good album. I just don't know if I have to go back to it. Like all the instruments are played well. I really like the drumming in this. I thought that all worked. His vocals are great. I still think in this type of genre of music, the vocals are, they're more muted. Yeah, true. And I would rather them be more out in the front area. But in this style of music, I don't think they normally do that. So I guess you can't really criticize that. Right. And, you know, exactly what you said. We support it and everything is fine. I think I would have been more in love with it if I knew that they were going to do this just as, you know, something to try out and that maybe they would go back to making stuff, you know, towards the more melodic hardcore ways. But but if this is what makes them happy, I'm totally cool with it. I, I'll still dig it. And whatever they release, I'm, I'm definitely not shutting them out. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So what but, track would you like to play? Well, my favorite track is Youth but we've already played it on the show. Right. So for new track, I would go with Vertigo. All right. So once again, that's 100th Rare on Hopeless Records. Next up, we've got Currents, The Place I Feel Safest on Sharp Tone Records. For anyone that doesn't know, this is a metalcore band from Connecticut. This is their debut full-length album. They've had a couple EPs before, but with a completely different vocalist. So this is not only their debut, but it's also the debut with the new vocalist. Jackson, what do you think? 
I haven't really heard much of Currents before this album, especially being signed, especially being signed to Sharp Tone Records because I've kind of had my eye on Sharp Tone because whenever they came out, they signed all these really great bands, and then it kind of gave me that image to whoever they sign is going to be good. Mm-hmm. So I've been giving you know their bands a lot of attention, and when I saw Currents' new album, you know I really, really, really looked deep into it. You know I, I listened to it over and over. I made sure that I really knew what I was getting into here, and I actually really, really enjoyed it. And again, this is a band that I've never, I don't know anything of their past music. I didn't go even that far back. I just listened to this album for what it was. And I really enjoyed it. It's definitely metalcore. Mm -hmm. But I think that what I liked about it so much is just how brutal it can be. Sure. And then the way they like use their lyrics and, you know, like whenever they're trying to say like a certain sentence that they really want heard, I feel like they really know how to shape, how to like shape shift the song around really, really saying that message. Sure. And I fucking love it. Like, you know, they really, they don't have the same sound throughout every song. They really know how to change it up and actually keep you entertained instead of just listening to a generic metalcore song and they're getting kind of boring. You know what I mean? Instead of just like harsh vocals clean, harsh vocals clean, they know how to mix it up. Yeah, they definitely mix it up because I would say in this album, it's actually very minimal clean vocals (laughs) when there are, but when they are around, they're very good. Right. And I think that's a big thanks to their new vocalist, Brian Willie or Wiley. It's W-I-L-L-E. But I think he does an excellent job. Like his uncleans, he has a really, really great range. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoyed this album as well. I think it's classic metalcore. For a debut album, it's 13 tracks, no filler. Yeah, and 50 minutes too. That's a lot for a metalcore album. Yeah, they're trying to make a mark out there, and I really enjoyed what they did. I thought it's an angry album, which you kind of mentioned, but they're also good at setting a dark atmosphere as well. Mm -hmm. It's that really good, classic, dark metalcore. Yep, I completely agree. That's that's really all I took from it, and I liked it. So I say we play the track Shattered, because that's my favorite one. All righty. Really good stuff, and I think, once again, this is one of those bands that puts out such a great debut first album that you're like, shit, I got to keep them on my radar and make sure that I keep abreast of what they're doing in the future. I completely agree with you, man. So once again, that's Currents, the place I feel safest on Sharp Tone Records.
Next up, we got Bellhaven releasing their new album, You, Me, and Everything In Between. And this is off Grayscale Records. Ian, what did you think? So a little backstory. This is an Australian post-hardcore band. This is their sophomore album. The first track, believe it or not, is called You. The <laughs> last track is called Me. And then there's everything in between. You get it, Jackson? Oh, shit. Oh, now I do. <laughs> damn. So I'm going to say this right now, Jackson. And I know you might have a discerning opposite opinion. Uh-oh. I fucking love this album. Nice. I love it. So you go ahead because I have a feeling that I have to you know, pick up the slack once you're done. Pick up all the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look. It's not a bad album. I don't know what is my major complaint about this because I don't really have one, to be honest <laughs> with you. I... Like, I listen to it, and it's just, it doesn't stick out to me much. And, you know, I remember when me and Ian were even talking about this off-air, he told me, okay, we'll check out By Hook or By Crook, which I think is his favorite song, and that is understandable because that's also my favorite song, and it's also really, Aww. really fucking good. But <laughs> here's the thing. That was, like, the only thing that I legitimately enjoyed and wanted to come back to when listening to this album. Like, everything else was, like, it was good, but I guess it just wasn't for me. It just didn't appeal to me at all. And like, I don't know why, because I can tell there's a lot of talent in this. And I really like how raw the vocalist vocals are. Right. Because it's really raw and you can tell it's really emotional and he's putting it all out there. But I don't know. I guess it just doesn't hit me except for that one song. And, you know, I hate to, you know, do that, but that's how I feel. Now fix this. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I can't say I understand because I don't. But I'm also a huge fan of post-hardcore. You know, we talk about that all the time. That's my, you know, go-to, post-hardcore. So for me, this is a classic post-hardcore album. They structured it right. They did everything right on this album. It's angry. It's catchy. The lead vocalist, David, I think it's David De La Hose, and it's H-O-Z, I think. So hopefully I'm not screwing that up completely. But, I mean, this band, to me, jumps up to right below... Amity Affliction for Best Australian Band. Oh, shit. Like, this album is fucking great. Like, this is going into my favorites of 2017. Damn. Yeah, man, I fucking love this. I don't know where your disconnect is, but as you know, I love bands where I perceive, at least, that I'm hearing a lot of passion. And in this album, I hear that on every single track. There's only one track that I don't like, and that's Hollywood, but also that's an interlude. Oh, yeah, that, so, that makes sense. Yeah, so 11 tracks, 10 of them are straightforward, post-hardcore, with a twist. Like, they're not just following a certain format. They're doing what they want to do. I just really enjoy it. Like, I got really into this album. Well, I'll tell you what. I am going to keep on listening to them, and that's mainly because of I want to feel what you're saying, and I just can't <laughs> at the moment, but, like, I'll definitely keep on listening to it. Like, I don't just shut them out. I don't think right. it's a bad album or anything. I actually even still have it on my phone. I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what happens in future time. I can tell you, and, you know, I'm debating on whether or not to play by hook or by crook because it is such a different track. Like, this is yeah. the most different in the whole album. For sure. But I got shivers listening to that track because it reminded me not only of Emery, but then also in like the kind of breakdown, unclean vocal part, it sounds so much like that Too Close to Touch song. I think we, is it Ellie? E-I-L-E-Y? Mm-hmm. It sounds so familiar to that with just the loss of someone that they love. 
and just screaming, you took the wrong person. And there's something about that that always gets to me. When you actually hear that passion and you hear all the emotion that goes into that, it's just raw. And I think that's one of the things that brought me to post-hardcore in the first place. Damn. And I'm here knocking it down. But that's okay, man. (laughs) That is okay. You fixed it. (laughs) Yes, you love the album now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, man. It makes you want to hear it literally right now. (laughs) Dude, the instruments are great. I think the vocals are phenomenal. Like, it's just something I think everyone needs to listen to, especially if you like post-hardcore. And look, the final track, Me, when he's screaming, I've had enough, get me a gun, and he's just yelling, kill me, over and over again. Once again, it's that raw power that music has, and that's what I fucking love. Gotcha. Let's play a little bit of By Hook, By Crook, because I I have to hear it. I gotcha. I want to hear it, too. Thinking about the past, all of it is sacred. All memories are sacred. I lied, pursing my lips, stroking your gray hair with my fingertips. I told myself, he's not a ghost, he's not a ghost just yet. Then you took him and I hate you I'll come for your head If you were real, what do you want? Just give me back my friend I have a question So what if it's in pain? You put him there So what if it's in pain? Why don't you care? What if he's screaming for help? Where does he go? What if he's not ready? What if it's too early? What makes you the one to decide that a man is so beautifully capable of apologizing for the cancer he shouldn't even have should be gone? Why did you pick me, the liar? Why did you take the pathetic man full of cowardice, the biggest in hate? I hate myself. I hate you. You're taking the wrong one. You're taking the wrong one. Don't take it. Don't take it. I told myself. He's not a ghost, he's not a ghost just yet And then you took him and I hate you, I'll come for your head If you were real, what's going on? I thought you were our friend I thought you were our friend Damn! (laughs) And I want to warn people, that is the completely different track on the album So don't think that that's what it's like The rest of the tracks are all post-hardcore but it's just that track, to me, if you don't want to listen to that album to hear what else they've got, then I don't know what to tell you. Yep, I agree. It definitely needs, It's worth a listen to everybody, that's for sure. Absolutely. So once again, that's Bellhaven, You, Me, and Everything in Between on Grayscale Records. Last, but certainly not least, we've got Broadside with Paradise on Victory Records. Take us away, Jackson. Oh, dude, I love this album. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up. I, I love it so much. It's definitely going to be my summer album. I've been jamming it nonstop, listening to it. Like, this is the album that I just play, like, the first song and just let it go. Sure. And I keep just doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't pick certain songs or anything like that. I just play the whole thing for what it is, and I just fucking love it, man. I think it's great. No, I agree. This is definitely a great summer album. And I know it's kind of weird to switch from what we were just talking about to talking about a fun pop punk album, but that's kind of the way it goes. This is the follow-up 
to their previous release, Old Bones, that came out in 2015, which is another awesome album. And yeah, man, I just I really love this album too. It's just completely different from what we were just talking about. That's why it's kind of weird to make the transition. Yeah. I mean, right away, that first track, Hidden Colors, it just hits you right away with the pop. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's one of those happy songs as well. Yep, I agree. That's a good indication of how this album is going to be. Because it's not all like bubblegum or anything like that. It's just they definitely have way more of the pop sensibilities in this album. Yeah, for sure. And and they really do change it up quite a bit. Like they have, I, I, really the ones that really are change worthy is like Laps Around Picture Frame, Summer Stained, and the last track, um, Something I Love You, Disgusting, something like that. That. It's like a ukulele yeah, kind it's of like, song. I love you, it's disgusting. Or it's I love you, I love you, it's disgusting. Yeah, and I don't those are like the three out of the eleven with no interludes, by the way, that are definitely way different than the rest. They're more like toned down and not, you know, as like in your face kind of punk. But at the same time, I, I think it really fits well with the whole album. I really like the way they selected the track placement. Just everything about this album I really, really like. It's super fun. And again, this is like the perfect summer album. Yeah, I would say by laps around a picture frame, there's like a tone shift. Mm-hmm. So it's still poppy, you know, at different areas. But the stuff they're talking about is a little bit more on the maybe not as happy side. Yeah, it's more serious for sure. So yeah, I thought it was a very interesting album. I think it's a great way to start the summer, I guess is a good way to put it. But you can also listen to this in the winter. I'm not going to say that this is only a one-time album. It's a great fucking album. <laughs> it's only good for one season, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. I'm, I'm not <laughs> right. into that. But if you have no objections, I would like to play Who Cares. Yep, I agree with that one. That's actually what I was going to pick. So. Oh, wavelength. Wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, I have to ask you a question based on that track. Who cares? That's the wrong answer to that. <laughs> Good try, though. What is your question? Well, my question to you as a young millennial is, Uh-oh. did that song teach you anything, maybe? <laughs> like, maybe not uh, everyone cares about the stupid problems that everyone has? No, it didn't It didn't? Me. Are you sure? Do we need to get you to a safe space? No, I'm fine. Thank you, though, for caring so much. No problem. <laughs> I know you're so worried about my mental health. <laughs> Always, man. Yeah, for sure. Old millennials, man. <laughs> what are you going to do? Look, I love the line in that track, I hear a laugh and I think the worst, because that's absolutely what I do. <laughs> it's an old millennial thing? Older millennial thing. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, not old millennial, older. You're really hung up on that. I'm just telling you, man, there's a segregation between millennials. <laughs> Made by you. <laughs> Pointed out by you, for sure. Pointed out by me, that is for sure. But I'm a very <laughs> smart person, so. Oh, shit, there it goes. It's getting to your head. Anything else you'd like to say about this album? I really enjoyed it. I really like it a lot. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And it's funny because like whenever we really, really like an album, sometimes it's harder to like really, really like talk about it for a long time. But I mean, what are you going to say, man? We just really fucking like this album. Well, look, I could go into complete detail, but maybe I'd be ruining a surprise somewhere. Right. So let everyone find out. Yeah, we'll let everyone find out about that. But yeah, if you like pop punk music, you're especially going to like this album because it's probably one of the best that I've heard in a really long time. Yeah, for sure. So once again... That's Broadside Paradise on Victory Records. That is the end of album reviews next week, June 23rd. We only have a couple right now that I'm going to say because I'm not exactly sure about some of the others. So there's (laughs) The White Noise and Conveyor. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say right now. And I can say, spoiler alert, the new Conveyor album is really fucking good. Oh, nice. I've never even listened to Conveyor. Yeah, man. I think you're really gonna like this album. Looking at some of the other stuff, I don't think we're gonna <laughs> I don't think we're gonna cover it. Hey, that's all good, man. That's what we have to do, man. What do you want us to do? Just be like, eh, I don't care enough to talk about this. <laughs> exactly. We got some really good albums coming in July and August for sure. I believe so. All right, Jackson. It's now time for your favorite part of the show, Breakdown mm, from the Past. Sure. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. If you think we're gonna kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine, but you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and wanna be right or candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jamie! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! The competition continues. If anyone doesn't already know, This is where Jackson tries to guess a breakdown from the past that hasn't been done before. And if he loses, then he has to do something that he doesn't want to do. And I am going to tell you, Jackson, I did not get your punishment ready this week. Oh, thank God. I'm building up to something a little bit bigger. Oh, shit. Yeah. What happens (laughs) if I fuck up before then? Oh, the punishment just gets worse. (laughs) okay yeah that's the way it works i want this to be great i want it just to be like thrown together i want some real thought put into this so don't worry that's coming okay well i'm gonna start off by saying that um i think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday i had i had a time where i picked aside five breakdown from the past band so now i'm actually ready for the next couple weeks so we'll see how that goes i might be wrong but i have names okay all right and the first one I'm using today, which is a switch, by the way, because we usually do, you know, the more heavier side. This is a punk band that okay. I used to jam to called Major League. Well, yeah, I didn't pick Major League because it's punk. Okay, then we're good. Oh, shit, I fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so anticlimactic, though, because normally we choose between like post-hardcore and something in the genres of that. So, yeah, you could have picked a country act, too. And I would have been like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. All right, so it's a punk band called Major League. I have heard of them, but yes, we certainly haven't covered them on the show. Yeah, well, this is a really good band. They have, I believe, two albums out. One called "There's Nothing Wrong with Me," and that was actually their recent, you know, most last album. That was in 2014, I believe, somewhere around there. 
they did announce that they're calling it a quits then. Then they also had another album called The Truth Is. And then they had the album that really got me into them, and that's Hard Feelings. And I, the song I want you to play is called Homewrecker, and it is off the album Hard Feelings, which came out in 2012. So, Ian, would you kindly play my successful breakdown from the past? Yes, I will. If I could break down- I like it. Oh, shit. I get a good one. What I'm worried about, though, is if you just took this band and now you're going to go off similar artists in this genre, that's pretty weak. Oh, fuck off. No, I will be honest with you. Because I I called you because that's what you did, right? No, I actually didn't. Okay. All right. I really started thinking about all the old bands I used to listen to. These aren't newly found bands. I'm really bad at that. At finding like new bands and then finding out if they're you know they're done or anything like that. Hold on, Jackson. I, like every time. Jackson, what? wait. We do not have enough. I know podcasts don't have a time limit, but we don't have enough time to talk about all the things you're bad at. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, fuck you. Second of all, go fuck yourself. Third of all, eat shit. Now let me finish. Now, <laughs> actually, you know what? I don't even want to finish. Just do your shitty breakdown from the past. Oh. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I will admit there's going to be some punk ones. And that's because whenever I first got into the scene, I was more on the punk side, you know, just to be honest here. And I started thinking about all, all those kind of bands. I would say that's still pop punk. Yeah, for sure. That's completely fine. We don't do a whole lot of pop punk bands for Breakdown from the Past, so I'm completely fine with that. Yay. Yay. All right. Well, I went with a tried and true. So my <laughs> Breakdown from the Past is Anchor the Tide. They only had one EP. It's called Visions, and it came out in 2011. Never heard of them. They're a post-hardcore band. Oh, okay. So why don't genre? Some might say. Some might say that. Some might absolutely (laughs) say that. So I'm gonna pick one based on one of my favorite TV shows. This is previously on Lost. Oh, okay.
Very nice. I like it. Yay. We had two good breakdown from the past. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Go us. <laughs> this is where we would jump up and high five in midair, and then it would be a freeze frame. Exactly. And they play the closing like credits. Club moment. Wow. Look at us making all the 80s references today. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, man. That is the end of breakdown from the past until next week. So let's go ahead and end the show. Jackson, 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 it is time. Do that thing you do. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in every week and listening. We appreciate you so much. Whether you give us likes on Twitter, Instagram, whether you reach to us on anything, we appreciate you very, very much. We love what we're doing, and we're glad that you love what we're doing as well. And, Ian, do what you do now. Yes, everyone. You can go ahead and support Ian Hates Music by clicking on the links in the description of this episode. It really helps us out when you follow us on all the social media. Go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Apple Music, whatever they're calling it these days, and rate us five stars. Leave a comment. We very much enjoy that. Spread the word, too. Do you know people that like the same music as you? Maybe they'll like Ian Hates Music. Also, the first of many Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition announcements. The first one. That will be out, like I said, probably beginning of next week because I have conversations all this week. But the first one is returning friend of the show, a Miss Lauren Babick. Whoop de whoop. And if anyone, I don't know how you wouldn't know who that is, but she was on about a year ago. So it's actually coming up on her Ian Hayes music anniversary. She is in Red Handed Denial, but then also in Crazy 88. Ooh. So I think people are really going to enjoy this. And also, I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but there are a lot of other Ian Hates Music Conversation Editions coming out that I know you're also going to love. Yep, and I can't wait to hear them too, man. Thank you, sir. So other than that, just a reminder, Ian Hates Movies is no longer a weekly episode because of how much we're doing with all the other shows. It's just too much. It is a once a month show for now. It's going to be back to a weekly show. Right now, it's once a month. And the next movie should be Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Good movie. I wouldn't say that yet, man. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be good. It's Marvel. Uh, We'll see. They can't seem to get Spider-Man right, so we'll see. (gasps) All right. We don't have time to talk about Spider-Man right now. It'll happen later. It'll happen later. So, Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? I love everybody. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
So alright. 